Hello everyone, this is Latisse. You are now listening to Listening with Latisse. Um, I actually have a guest today. Um, I don't know how to describe him, but he's like one of my closest friends. Um, I don't know how long I've known him. I don't even know what year. I want to say 2002? 2001? I don't know. Well, we started so, okay. Since you were a freshman? Yeah. Maybe? No, so when I you were a freshman. Yeah. I wasn't a freshman, I was a sophomore. Oh, uh, well. So, 2001? Two. Yeah. You ran track then? Yeah. You mean when I ran track? Yeah, remember? Oh, yeah, 2001 for sure. Oh, God, it's too far. Oh, for a long time, we've known each other. But anyway. Sure. So I'm going to let him introduce himself, um, tell him a little bit about himself, and then I'm going to play the question game with him. He's not that type of guy, but I'm going to make him answer questions. Most of my friends are real low-key. I don't know why. I guess I guess I can consider myself low-key a little bit, but most of my good friends who keep me balanced are real, like, super cool super chill, they mind their business, they stay in their own lane, but they're so amazing, they don't even know how amazing they are. So I'm going to let him introduce himself, tell a little bit what he has going on. Um, he doesn't have to give everything. He has run boards, he's um, assisted with building businesses, he's done so many things for children and people who are um, in need, I, I could go on and on about him, but <laughs> I don't want to blow his head up. So I'm going to let him start talking and then we're going to get to the question part. So what's your name? My name is Rob Owens. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it's an honor and pleasure to be here. Um, haven't done many, many podcasts, so I'm still cutting my teeth in the space, but, uh, grateful for the experience. Um, just really, uh, quickly by myself is, Renika was mentioning uh, her and I did go to undergrad together uh, at the Alabama State University uh, in Montgomery. Uh, shout out to all HBCUs. And so uh, currently, and I studied IT, uh, didn't really get an opportunity to uh, flex my uh, computer brain with the exception of working for the uh, Department of Defense back uh, when I interned. Um, but yeah, so I have some experience in finance. Um, a lot of experience in education, early childhood, both in the classroom and also on the administrative side. Um, I currently uh, work in operations for a performance apparel uh, company, uh, one of the co-founders here, um, based out of Atlanta, but we're spread out uh, across the U.S. and I do a lot of supply chain logistics um, and outside of of that um honestly you know um people are my passion so i have a, a some experience i've run a nonprofit organization i still have a nonprofit organization i'm currently building another another uh, organization and um i have some experience in the wellness space as uh, a former student athlete and yeah it's Louis. i mean i have a, have a beautiful little girl She's five, and yeah, 
pretty low key. <laughs> uh, well, I also want to say that I didn't even know that I wore your socks today. For oh your yeah, lasso! Shout out, shout out to lasso gear. Now, I this is not a real promo, but no. um, I used to work in a warehouse, and my feet were killing me. And for some reason, Rob, I don't know why I was complaining. Maybe I was just venting to you or whatever. And you were like, no, my company, like, these socks are legit. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. They really are. And I'm not into um, sharing socks or anything with my son. But these are enough that I'd want to share with him. Like, they're good. Um, I wear them, especially when I do long drives. Um I'm not into fitness like Rob, but, you know, when I occasionally do want to work out, I wear them. So, that's just plugging in the company because they mm -hmm. actually, they do what they say they're going to do. So, with that being said, he did not mention Dope Dads. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. I have a problem with that. I think it's so cool. Um, oftentimes in society, they make it seem like fathers are not there, they're not present, but... Um, that's not true, especially in our generation. I don't even know. I guess we're millennials, maybe generation yeah, X. Yeah, what are we? Yeah. I don't know. What, what, whoever is doing the right thing, <laughs> right? Whoever's doing the right thing, but I am blessed to know a lot of great dads, and Rob is no exception to the rule. Like, if I had any questions or if I wanted to know a perspective of a father, he's definitely somebody that I would contact. However, I am upset that he did not mention that. Um, I have already pushed him to make sure we do some rebranding and really push this forward because it's there. I mean, dads kind of are unsung heroes in a way, especially now that, you know, a lot of people bash theirs on the internet or whatever. But there are so many men who do what it takes and then some that they don't get the credit and i believe that his brand should push that more so 2021 look for more of that absolutely absolutely all right so now here's the fun because he's he's ready to go y'all i'm gonna ask you five questions and you know i'm random so it's <laughs> one one through two thousand two thousand i need uh five numbers Five numbers? Yeah. One, two, okay, so uh, three, I'll do 27, um, 1983, 1962, and 1996. And take out that 1983. I'm going to do 1987. That's my 1987. So we got 3, 27, and 62. Okay. Yeah. So because I know how your mind works, <laughs> what do those numbers mean? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so um, selfishly, uh, three is, uh, I'm the third, so um, the namesake of my father, my grandfather, my grandfather's deceased, rest his soul. Um, and I don't know, it's just uh, something that I've always taken, you know, uh, very seriously. You know, both of them are very, you know, hardworking um, men and they definitely were providers for their family and you know I mean we have difference in parenting styles but uh, I will say if I learned anything from both of them it is to work hard and to um, 
you know, just just be the best at whatever you decide to do. Uh, so that's three. Uh, 27, kind of another selfish number. Um, I was born August 27th, and so um, that's why I picked 27. Uh, 1962 is the birth year of my mother. Um, and then 80, 1987 is the birth year of my middle brother. And the last number, I believe, was... Was it 96, 98? 96, 98, but it should have been, well, I want to say my, my youngest brother, but he was born in like, wait, when was he, when was he born? He's 20, he was born in like Oh, 22. is he in the 2000s? So or, I said 98. Late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he's so right. 21, 22. Yeah, so my, yeah, my 1998, yeah, so my youngest brother, yeah, he's born in 1998, and so yeah, so shout out my brothers, uh, my mother, my father, my grandfather, and then my birth, birthday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's it. I figure so. I do want to add that at least we know that he's a family person. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. didn't mention that, but yeah. I, I actually, when we end up being friends, I met the whole family. <laughs> Where was that? In Newman. Oh my god, the country. Why do you not? <laughs> we go way, way back. Oh my goodness. All right, so those are. The numbers, those are the actual, I have a book of questions for like okay. 2000, so I'm going to go with that, and then we're going to discuss it, and this is going to be where you and I both talk, so if you have a question for me, hey, he knows me very well, so I don't know how this is going to go. I said he can be transparent, ask me whatever, but I don't know if I meant that. <laughs> okay, so, um... Okay, let's do this one. Okay, if you were given $1,000 to spend on your closest friend, what would you give them? Mm. And because I know how you are and I know how you operate, I'm going to remix the question. If you wanted to allot it to more than one close friend, that that's, that's cool too. Interesting. So, um, honestly... Uh, I'll probably do. I'll probably do like gift cards. Like I, I can't really honestly think of a, a singular thing that they might you know need per se. Mm-hmm. I, have, I actually have a couple, but I, I won't mention anybody's names. But you know, I would honestly just do like I would honestly do gift cards, um, just because I would want them to get things that they need in their time of need or things they want in their their for for, for their personal reasons or whatever the case may be. But I do have some people that come to mind and. I don't have a, a said gift, but I definitely would give them some cash mm-hmm. and give them gift cards because, yeah, I just feel like I want people to get what they want. And I know it's probably, seems like it take, doesn't take much energy on my end, but, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I would get, let them get what they want. I mean, it just depends if you are specific with your gift cards, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Based on who that yeah, person is, yeah, then true. you still kind of put an effort... In addition to, sometimes our gifts were kind of selfish with our gifts. Like, well, I want you to have this versus right. I know you need this, so right. I got you. Yeah, absolutely. So that's good. Yeah. All right, so um, mm, this is a good one. I know the answer, though. Okay. Do you have a scar? If so, how did you get it? Which one? I got so many. <laughs> uh, where do I begin? Okay, I mean, let me think of some scars that have good stories. Um, all right, so I have a scar on my forearm, right? And it's from burning myself with an iron. I was working for Fulton County Schools, 
and uh, I've done a little bit of um, acting modeling, and so I was uh, working in pre-K at the time, and I remember rushing out of the door, and I was holding, like, clothing and the iron, and the way that I pushed the door open, I pushed the iron onto my forearm, creating, like, a four-inch, like, just to-the-white meat burn right before I had to go to an audition, and so I had to go into this audition and act like I didn't have, I don't know, I was like I wasn't in pain and that there wasn't this big, long, fresh burn mark on my arm. So that was a interesting scar. Um, I have another interesting scar. Uh, it's on my shin, and I actually had to get a um, a shot. What is it called? A antibody, antibacterial, anti... So it was getting infected, so whatever that is, right? But I was playing flag football, and actually somebody that I know and uh, will, rena- will remain unnamed, this person had on metal baseball cleats playing flag football. And I don't know how we got tangled up, but this this gentleman scratched my uh, my leg, my shin, all the way down to the to the bone, and uh, probably should have got stitches. I didn't have health insurance at the time because I was running my nonprofit full time, trying to figure things out. But uh, luckily, I knew somebody that was a doctor, and they wrote me a prescription to get a shot for a, um, uh, I guess like an antibody shot because yeah, I was getting infected. And uh, I have one more scar uh, I'll talk about. Um, that's flag. Let's think of something that's. Uh, so a lot of my scars are from flag football that are, are pretty notable, actually. I got a couple wrist surgeries, so I scar on my wrist, and uh, I busted my lip once. So they got stitches, playing flag football. What know. about cross country? I didn't um, fall during cross country. You really didn't fall at all? No. Or track? Uh-uh, not at all. How do you fall? <laughs> How do you injure yourself in sports that you really like? And oh, uh, past the time that you were playing sports like this is like adult yeah so yeah that's interesting so playing competitively uh the collegiate or high school level with the exception of one time in high school i got a bone contusion playing football but never really got hurt but when my ass started playing rec sports which is so funny that you were completely uh, you know what no that makes more sense because there are trainers there are professionals there Right, right that are making sure you're good right I think the real answer is people that are either uh, pretty novice that are joining rec leagues that didn't have the opportunity to play <laughs> uh, as a youth, right, mm-hmm. who have little body control um, and anger easily. And then you have people that were hyper-competitive and are trying to live out their <laughs> <laughs> post-collegiate or professional careers in a rec league and they're doing too much um yeah that's that's kind of the that's the, the those are the type of people i've gotten hurt by <laughs> that's scary yeah all right so i have a good one um next question how would you describe your sarcasm um sarcasm oh so can we define sarcasm? I need the I need like the textbook. Okay. I, I think my, my initial response is like there's always some seriousness in joking. And I do believe that to be true. Like when you say something funny, haha, it is definitely relational. Like it's maybe reflective, but by definition, sarcasm is so maybe my sarcasm is the same as my 
Um, so it says, am I reading this right? This is not a good one. No. Let's do this. Use of irony to mock or convey contempt. Do you Mockery. do you actually Ooh. think you are sarcastic? Do you think that? I think I'm, I could be more witty than sarcastic. No? Can't you be both? You could. Okay, so I know I'm sarcastic, <laughs> but I do believe you and I share in sarcasm because you're witty. You're just yeah. good at it. But you can be sarcastic, especially when you feel like, and I'm answering for you, because I know. I feel like when people try to question you in certain areas mm. that, of your expertise, yeah. and they come off in a way that's um, condescending. very condescending, the, instead of you actually hitting them below the belt, you may give them a layer of your sarcasm. You think? You think I'm right? Yeah, that's probably pretty fair. To be mindful of that for sure. I've definitely um, had to uh, reformat and type and delete some emails. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In text. And uh, you know what? And that's funny that you said that. I always kind of like um, have to be mindful. Like I always kind of say in conversation or I think part of like maturity is like being able to respond versus react. I think maybe because deep down there, I deep down in there, there's a lot of sarcasm. So I, I try to be mindful of responding instead of reacting to things because that's where the sarcasm probably. And I think it's to the top a little bit. Sorry, I think it's funny with you because you are really good at no facial expressions. Mm. So you can be like chill in the face and then say something sarcastic, and someone may have to look at you. Yeah. Or wait for your next sentence to see, like, <laughs> where are we going with this? Yeah. I think the flip side of that is uh, also, so I think um, maybe opinions I can hide well, but emotions I don't hide very well. I feel like if you look at my face for the most part, you can probably see what I'm thinking or have an inkling. But I don't know. It just depends, I guess, on the situation of the person, but for the most part. I've had people tell me like, yo, like, I can see your emotion all over your face. Just depends on the emotion. So. Okay, so this is a good one. Um, what is the one thing you will never give up? One thing I'll never give up? Um, <laughs> the pursuit of happiness. No. But not nah, low key for real. Um, I think that's all. I think that's all we have to hold on to, really. I mean, everything fades. Yeah. So, um, I think like new levels. Like, I mean, I I have a I have a daughter. I have a family. Like, I have you know different call them gifts and aspirations and dreams. And it's like, yeah. I mean, I only have one shot at it, and maybe I don't always, you know. Hit the bottom of the net, but kind of keep shooting shots and, you know, practicing and trying to get better at that. So self-optimization is one of the things that I feel like I will never give up on. And not for selfish reasons, but to make sure that, you know, I've done something impactful with my, my life. So. Okay, so my next question. We're mm -hmm. almost done. 
My next question. Yeah, my hairline. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, nah, for real. If you, like, but, okay, so so for real. Okay, this is off topic, but this is a good one. Is that like a concern for men as it, you age? I think probably for uh, for for a lot of men who have like um, who can see like this, it's a hereditary thing, or <laughs> if their mother like so. It's, it's typically a recessive like trait. So mm-hmm. if like your mother's side of the family or your mother, whoever like has it, then you as a male should be concerned. Thank goodness, like everybody got hair, but um, on my side. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it. I think it came. My father says so funny thing. Like my father, he has like he bald. He he went bald like the crown of uh, of his head. And I think maybe maybe I don't know. I don't see him much. I don't talk to him as often as I'd like. But maybe some. Receding. I'm not sure. I don't have the crown in his head though. He was balding. So I think growing up, I was like, Man. <laughs> Lord, if you love me like you say you do. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. So. I always, you know what? That's a random question, but I always wanted, like, you know, women, we have these things that certain age mm. milestones that we're like, Ugh, are we going to fall apart? But the hairline, I do understand that some, you, you have a fine hairline. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what's gonna happen in like 10 years who knows right right pray on it um but some men are in denial right now what and we actually know we know some we know and it's like an uncomfortable thing because you know even uh me talking to a friend who is a woman certain things you just don't want to trigger to tell them like hey it's time to stop that at your age right. or it's time to go ball like right. who knows so right. i i never knew if guys were really like really paying attention to that yeah probably so and look i think i think a clear indicator for that is for the for the guys and it ain't no shade to nobody or whatever the case may be because i pray that i keep my hairline intact lord don't be trying to jinx me because i don't <laughs> talk about nobody <laughs> No, I'm just saying, but for those that do the most to try to, like, cover it or hide it, I think maybe those are the ones that are most self-conscious. And then you have some that's, like, they embrace it and they either just go bald or they, you know, just uh, rock it how it is and just own it, you know? So, um, but I would say the ones that don't let it go and they do a lot to, to <laughs> maintain it, they're very persistent people. They don't, they, they're not the ones that get to argue with because they don't let shit go. Uh, yeah, they're tenacious. <laughs> so watch out for watch out for anybody that's that's losing their hair and they won't let it go. They that's the part of their personality. So I'm about to be transparent. I'm, I'm about to be real transparent, and I'll never really be like this, like or anything that's public. But online dating, mm-hmm. saw this dude, mm-hmm. and like literally, you got everything is dyed. You got hatfished? Not even hatfished. Oh. He had a hat on, so we didn't get give our. But his beard. Oh. Was not full. Mm. However, there was something there that was making it really, really black and really, really like defined mm. and everything. Yeah. So, me because you know, I'm, <laughs> you know I'm entertaining this conversation with this mm. guy, and he's going on about how women should not have fake this and that, and I'm like, does hair not count? <laughs> he said no. What? I'm like. Anything that alters yourself to make you appear a certain way, mm-hmm. you should, I mean, I know people do extreme things, but to me, that was extreme, because yeah. I'm like, you have to get your hair your your hair done or dyed right. every week, right? To keep that 
But the problem but is, it's not he, natural. Did, did, did he admit, like, oh, yeah? Or he was he... like, yeah, I get my, um, what's it? Is it Beijing, Beijing. or something? Mm-hmm. And I was like, so, because that's how it's we got It's an enhancement, on. right? So they, that's what they call in the bar word, enhancement. No, you want enhancement? Right, that's extra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's extra, right. So I, um, I was like, okay, so you're okay with that. And you, that's a weekly maintenance thing. Right. I did I did not find out what happened to what was on top of the like underneath the hat did not make it that far because I really was like got, you it said only like gets worse. it only gets worse in his perspective on life. I do believe that how you think about yourself and others is a perspective of how you are going to be with dating. So mm-hmm. the fact I what what are we gonna do with the baby? What if I'm allergic? There's we can hug. You can't do a lot of stuff, right? <laughs> I wouldn't want him to do TV. No, um, <laughs> I could wear white clothes. <laughs> no, but anyway, back to our questions. I think I, I, I agree with you though. I mean, I think that that's the same as like okay, let's let y'all, y'all should do a uh, like a little just like if, if let's say y'all ever met right yeah and let's say you wore makeup he did his thing right he's like all right baby like let's have a face wash challenge like you <laughs> wash off your makeup and I wash off mine <laughs> and we'll see how we really look. We'll be transparent. Uh huh. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. So I think I have two more questions, right? Okay. I'm gonna make them quick. I think. Well, I don't know how quick this is gonna be. If you need to, mm-mm. I don't want to ask that. What is the hardest thing about being you? Um. I feel like I could be a little hard on myself. I think that's kind of a consensus. And I always feel like I have to be doing something. Uh, so, try to fulfill that uh, um, I guess character trait or, yeah, part of me. And I think it's not necessarily a bad thing once it's, when it's focused. But when it's not focused... Um, kind of all over the place at times, and it's draining. So I think the desire or need to feel like I'm doing something, and I'm pretty hard on myself. Like I'm, I'll, I've, I've kind of, I tell people, like people ask me for advice or whatever, I'm like, hey, progress over, over perfection. And uh, I don't take my own advice. I feel like for me to do something, it has to be perfect, hence Dope Dads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why it's kind of been on the back burner and a lot of other things, you know, that I've been um, uh, I don't even know if it's, it's, it's fearful, right? I think it's, um, yeah, maybe some of it is that, right? But, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, your, this is your final question, and then I'm going to let you ask me one. Okay. On your own. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Here you go. I'll, I'll get the, I'll get you, the question You get book. the question book, but I'm going to ask you, what kind of driver are you? <laughs> Uh, efficient. I like to get there as uh, quickly and safely as possible. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, I, I like to get there. You do. Yeah. Now, my question is: Has your driving changed since we first met? Um. Yeah, I don't. I so 
funny. So I used to, uh, I used to find it really. So as, as growing up, I used to see my father, um, like drive with his like knees or legs or whatever, like no hands mm-hmm. on the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I remember, like, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, Maybe I'll give distance, but I don't, I don't really call it distance. But you know that stretch between like Tuskegee and Montgomery, yep. that little. With the long story short, I used to see. I used to do two things. I used to see how fast I can go, and I used to see how long I can drive without hands. You're laughing, but you don't realize <laughs> I've been in the car with you. Yeah, but I don't do that anymore. I do yeah. like to go fast sometimes, but not. I used to go. I've been up to yeah. I do believe. Back I feel like college. you probably should be have been a um, something to do with race cars. I do enjoy for sure. That. I love cars because um, I do know you love cars. However, I do and will never forget drive riding with you. When was this? Well, Going to Noonan. Uh, oh, from from uh. Lo- yes. We got there, right? Oh, you know what? Did I die? I'm still did, here. Did you die? I did. And not. there was no like scary moment, except for like maybe going, but it wasn't like. And it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, it, was it wasn't that. It, I think it was, the, you know, dark. There was no lights. Like now, you know, they have the Pike Road oh, and all that. We yeah, didn't have that. Yeah, so it was yeah. a little darker. Yeah. And going into Noonan is not right. that bright either. Right. But I do feel like, yeah, I was like, oh my God, he drives super fast. Like 100 miles an hour, probably? Yeah. 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 I do believe that we lived riskier lives because we were in a smaller city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, we never took any classes together, did we? Nah. What was your major? Marketing. Yeah, nah. Were you in the VA? Yeah, we Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't take classes together. I took classes with people you took classes with, and that's how we ended up being friends. Exactly. But I think your sarcasm and mine probably had something to do with our friendship. Like, we may have... No, I don't think we taken a class together, but I think we were around each other. Mm -hmm. And finally, even though he's antisocial, social like me, I don't know how we end up (laughs) communicating. But we did, and we end up being close friends. Yeah. Instantly, and then you know, our moms have the same name, so that kind of helped too. Right, right. And military backgrounds. Yeah. All right, so what's your question so we can end this? Um, I'm so proud of you. Thanks, I appreciate this. Out of uh, you know, well, I, you know what, I'm not gonna say it was out of character because it should be part of my character, but it was it's, it's a new experience. This is my second, third, third, fourth. Hey, rack up the podcast. Yeah, because eventually it's time for your own. Yes, on a consistent basis. Yeah, I think you should definitely um, get into that. We've talked about it before. I'm absolutely going to assist with it. Okay. Um, but I feel like you have a good personality for it. And as much as I know that you're hard on yourself, um, you do give good advice. And you listen. All right, so I have a question for you. Uh, <sighs> or you can come it's, up with your own question. No, nah, one. It's one from your magical books of magical book questions. Okay. Um, mm, I want to ask you two questions actually. Okay. The first one is, what makes you feel vulnerable? Oh. What makes me feel, bro? Okay, when I don't feel like 
I can't. Okay, I have to describe it. Okay. I can't believe you did this to me. <laughs> well, these are so many good questions. Um. <laughs> so I feel like when I'm not like at my my personal best. So yeah. if I feel like I'm lacking in any type of area, I'm vulnerable. Or, you know, my big one is when I have to ask for help. Mm. I really don't do well. And I really don't understand it because it's a general feeling. But some people I know, like I know you enough. Like if I ask you, you know I'm not gonna ask just because I'm just, a just like yeah. And I still will have a problem asking you. Like it causes me anxiety. Right. I mean I know where it comes from, childhood stuff. Yeah. But now I'm old enough to like do better. I'm kind of doing better. I'm more of like telling somebody if I'm hurt or in pain or whatever. But as far as like seeking help. Right. Um, people. Mm. <sighs> it's rough. Mm. That was a good one. Got, what I you got? got? Another, I got another one. I think this one's actually more for your listeners. Okay. Your secret obsession. You obsess about anything? Does it be like clean, or is it like your son, or is it like work? Um, no. A secret obsession. Maybe that maybe it shouldn't be secret, right? I mean, I'm trying to. I don't think. have a secret obsession either, right? I think I'm pretty transparent. Like, yeah, no, maybe it's not. Like but that. I don't really have anything like that. I'm okay, boots. Boots. When it comes to shoes, like I'm really serious about that. Like I don't. Yeah, really, that's fair. But it's not a secret. I think it, I, I think maybe secret's to... such a strong word. Maybe it's something that people wouldn't know by initially like meeting you or whatever or something you don't know, necessarily disclose. So maybe it is. I'll, it's not an obsession, but I do have, like, one, like, it's, I'm not the only one. However, I don't like my food touching, unless it's supposed mm, that's to. That's a good one. But it's, like, not okay. Right. Like, mixed vegetables, you know, how they come. Mixed? I'm going you to eat them? all the, no, I'm oh. just going to eat all the carrots, <laughs> all the peas, <laughs> and all the potatoes. That is so funny. That's why, like, I always pick, like, where... Things where we're going out to eat, especially, or mm-hmm. gravitate like, oh, let's just do such and such. Because they separate their food there. Or like people understanding. Things. Or mm-hmm. now, mind you, pizza, pasta, salad, that type of thing, that I'm not as bad. You got another question. Go ahead. I'm going to let you pick one of the two because they're kind of similar. Just do one or two. I'll, I ain't going to look at them. I'm going to just let, let them go. Just like you mm-hmm. let me think. Okay. This is a little touchy, though. All right. How do you resolve conflict? Mm. You, you know I'm petty. Mm. How do I resolve conflict? Yeah. So, I, I have... It depend on, and it depends on maybe the person, like the level of And history. Conflict. Oh, my gosh. Those layers to it. So, there's layers. So, okay, you and I. Let's do it. You and I. Mm-hmm. We have a conflict. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because I don't want to listen. Right? I would probably agitate it with you for a little bit, right. and then like probably not talk to you for a couple of days, get myself together because you're really not for all these feelings and emotions that are not um, focused. Or like you know, you are definitely a person of facts over feelings. So I know I can't really argue with you because you're going to be annoying because you're not going to go there. Like you're not going to go there with me. For other people. I'm not gonna lie. It depends on our history. They might, I might not care. 
to fix it. Or there's some people that I say, oh, you hurt my feelings, or I don't understand that, or I get frustrated and I keep it moving. I do have this one new friend who is very good at conflict resolution. Okay. And I am learning that I can take a break. Okay. Like, it does not need to be said right now. Like, we can take a pause. It doesn't change how I feel about you or anything. Take a pause or whatever. Now, my old way was, old. was I would disappear on a person. Mm, ghosting. Ghosting for mm. sure. I know. That's such a t- that's that's such an interesting like topic, right? Because some people say like ghosting is immature, but then some people feel like ghosting is I just don't have to dedicate my energy to it. Like if I don't want to, then I don't have to. It's interesting. Like so there's just I feel like there's two two extremes. Either it's like it doesn't require my energy, it's not worth my energy or time, or it's the immature pettiness in the person that's just like you know, I don't know. Are they one the same, though? I mean, not necessarily, but this is how I look at it, and this is how I've become better at it. Mm-hmm. I don't want the person, depending on who it is, mm-hmm. to feel like they're disposable. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want this incident to make that person feel like, oh, she just can get rid of me whenever. So that's something I actually had to be very mindful of. Like, I'm doing it, and I could say, oh, it's for my piece of da-da-da, but am I thinking about the other person with this just one thing? Because normally I've never really... No, I ain't going to say never, because it's been a few times, but the intent of a disagreement or whatever is not to come to conclusion or agree to disagree, Right. right? But I do feel like my past... Um, way of doing things could make people feel a certain way that I wasn't trying to make them feel. Right. Like, yeah, I want you to be um know that I'm annoyed with you right now, but I don't want you to feel like, oh, every time, like, you know, we get into it or we have a disagreement, um, she's going to get rid of me for good. Now, I do joke and tell people I'm breaking up with them all the time. Right. With my friends and stuff. But not necessarily mean it. And another thing I thought about is... Two things could be right at the same time. I did not grow up knowing that. Like, that's something I found out as an adult. And oftentimes, that prevents a lot of conflict with me. Because I'm like, okay... You and I, for example, you are a man. You're going to think a certain way about certain things. Certain right. things are just not going to be a trick for you because that's just not... Not you know. to my... Yeah. yeah. So, how you, your perspective and mine could be clashing. But that doesn't mean that either one of us is wrong or right. That's fair. So, I'm learning better, but I am petty. Mm. And I don't know if that's going to go away. Mm. All right. Okay. So, this is... Uh, I do December. Want to say one more thing. Oh, go ahead. No, no, just uh, along the same vein of like ghost. Do you ghosting? Do you also do you feel like you um, neglect the opportunity for that person to maybe? Do you think you, you neglect that an, a learning opportunity? Do you think you negate a learning opportunity for either or both? Like, so maybe Absolutely. it's an opportunity for you to be able to articulate and like speak, you know, um, your truth or how you feel about something, and or for that person, like, you know what, I didn't. 
I never knew I was perceived that way. You know, I didn't know that when I did those things that they hurt people or that they made people feel a certain way, you know? So, First of all. Or, or, or is, that, is that a lie? No, no, no. That's, that's, that's good. Uh-huh. But now I got to be transparent again. Okay. Okay, so it goes back to being vulnerable. Yeah. I feel like when somebody hurts my feelings or I've allowed it, I feel a little... I always say like girly and feel a little weak. It's not a weak feeling, but I feel that way. So that's partially why I just fall, you know, ghost. Because that, like, you are making me feel... Feelings. Feelings, yes. Like a human. Yeah, and I, you know, like, what is that? And I don't know why... No, I'm going to back it up and be real honest. Mm. Growing up, crying was not a thing that you were able to do. Mm. Like, you could hurt yourself. They'd be like, get up. You know what I'm saying? But you could really have scraped your knee. Right. Like, there's a lot of feelings that children feel, and we kind of, I mean, our generation has done better with, you know, really engaging our children, but we didn't have that much engagement. So I think I still have a little bit of residue of that with me when it comes to, like, certain things that I'm supposed to, like, get it together real quick mm. and when I can't get it together real quick and I should like come to you but, like help me like I'm mm. really hurt by what you said right. I just close in more because I go back to suck it up like don't cry like get it together right. so I think this is turning to a, it's a whole it's a, it's a whole new uh, oh episode, episode. Oh <laughs> this is a good way to end the year yikes but I do feel like that is why I am the way I am. But I think I am learning now to be more open with certain people. Mm. Like, why treat you that way if we don't have that type of track record? Mm. Like, I never had... Like, I don't owe you nothing. No, or you, you've never made, dismissed my feelings mm. in general. So I why agree. would I not express that to you? Like, right. you don't deserve that instead of being That's so real. blanket. Um, that is something that I have to be conscious of. Mm. Um to get that to become a better habit of mine. But I can say therapy has assisted me at least knowing why I am like this. Like, I can literally pinpoint everything, why I act the way I act, based on things that have happened to me. So, Mm. yeah. And so, like, and I'll be done. Because this is is good. This is, yeah. And you think that um, that trans? So you know they say uh, how you practice is how you play, right? Right. So you feel like that translates um, across the board. So like work, family, personal relationships, the way that you, I guess, decide to ghost or communicate or not communicate or. It does just. I think it depends. It's not really across the board because mm-hmm. work wise. They don't, be, they don't be knowing me for real. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't get to see the Renika you know. Like, you see me in all aspects of my mm-hmm. life. They don't get Renika, Renika. Now, there are some emails. There mm-hmm. are some meetings that Renika, Renika has to come out. Right. But normally, like, outside of I've had, like, management issues where they've affected me. Um, And I... Somebody else's business and my own business, I do separate. Like, I do believe that mm-hmm. working for a company, I am just don't feel like I'm just somebody they care about. Like, mm-hmm. they can get rid of, you know, Georgia's at will state. So, they could get rid of me Body without yeah. question. So, yeah. I do realize that I don't care what they think. 
but like or feel or whatever. So to be honest, ghosting a job, right. I don't care about. Cause they don't care. Cause they don't. They can tell. I can do all this work. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, gonna I'm, I'm kind of salty because this is a real thing. Mm. I worked at a company. I won't say the name, um, but I worked for them for a while. Mm. And really didn't take many vacations. Right. So when I left, I didn't get paid for that vacation. What? And it was definitely more than two weeks. Mm. So for me, I'm like, no, oh, I don't yeah. no, I don't have any loyalty to that. Right. I do feel it feel like um, with family, that could be tricky. Yeah. Because it just depends on what type of hurt that was right. or how deep that mm. is. Now, I do have family members that you would think. I should be close with based on who they are. And it's not ghosting. It's just we're done. And it could be ghosting to them. They could feel that way. I I don't care. It's only when I care that I think I'm... That's so funny that you say that. Why? Because one of the questions that I was going to ask you is, um, when are you... When are you at the point of no return? Oof. Mm. You ready? You want... <laughs> you want to do this? You want to ask me that? Yeah, let's do it. Um, when am I at the point of no return? You know what? It varies. Is that varies. a good segue? Or did you, you finish? You fucking finished answering the whole... I think I answered okay, it. Okay, I think okay, I cool. think it's it's not across the board. It okay. does ma- It does depend on who. Okay. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you. I feel like I hold my friends to a higher regard because we picked each other. Yeah. So we could unpick each other. We don't have to, like, do this. So we should... <laughs> we should figure it out because there's a reason why we chose to be each other's friend. Now, family is a little tricky because I ain't asked you to be my uncle. Right. You just here. Right. <laughs> and then I just got here. But your friends, I do feel like I hold them in high regards because they probably know me better than my family, right. better than my job, and better than any client. Right. Unless my clients are my friends. Gotcha. Yeah. So you said, what? What you asked me? When am I at a point of no return? What, yeah, what is your point of no return? In like what area? It was pretty blanket actually. Okay, so um, I'm just going to tell you this year. Mm-hmm. This year when it comes to like business and working or whatever, I'm not, I'm just not gonna. Mm. <laughs> I'm just not, I don't have to endure it. I feel like I can bet on myself enough and I have faith enough in myself that I can keep it moving. Like, I don't have to be here. Mm. And if I'm not appreciated, I'm just not, you know, that's that's my point. Like, I don't even have, like, I'm not enduring as much as I did before. Now, mind you, well, it I, does go back to that, that PTO, that well, PTO yeah. that I, um, that they did not give me. Right. Or like, you know, I've been at previous jobs that they didn't even give me recognition. And mm. I worked their years and no recognition. And I'm like, mm, that's the point. I'm not even going to wait to that point of no return. Right. Now, with people like dating. I just can't deal with disrespect. Like a lot of things we can handle behind closed doors but like when things are happening and it's what? opening out on in the public oh, okay I'm sorry to talk about that. you know what i'm saying like when i or or if i find out something that you could have told me mm. i find out another avenue and mm. then i have to address it with you i hate doing that i feel like i shouldn't have to do that right. so that's my point and I, I have a light one for that for friends 
I mean, we could go through. Give me an example, though. I'm talking about relationship. Wanna, okay, we can do. Okay, we get too cutesy here. Um, look, we're doing interviewing. I know. You see, this is just so too natural. 2021. Right. Okay, so example of like a relationship or dating. Yeah, um, like a one yeah. Mis- uh, uh, communication. Okay. So I'm just gonna give an example. We can't start a rhythm mm-hmm. based on you. Mm-hmm. So, such and such guy, very consistent in the beginning with communication. Okay. Clear communication. Right. Volunteers information. It's not being questioned. Just that, right? Then all of a sudden, the switch up happens where the calls don't happen much. You know, too busy for this, don't want to figure out that. And that was, you know, when that happens, it's automatically a trigger for me. Like, our rhythm is off, so I'm going to address it. The problem is, when they're like, when they make it seem like it's me that's noticing something, like, I, I'm, I'm the problem, that's the point of no return because I feel like you're not even paying attention to the fact that there could be a rhythm change and it's on you. When we have that talk and you make me feel like I'm crazy, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Or I love it when I'm communicating with someone. We may have gone on a couple of dates and I ask you, is there someone else? And you say no. Mm -hmm. And then IG Explorer page. Just a random find. It has happened to me. That like hurt me to the core to see something that somebody else could have told me and I asked about. Mm. So sounds like to me accountability. Mm-hmm. Honesty. Yeah. And uh, I would say uh common courtesy, like consideration, right? Yeah. I, I and and we could have an extra right it's not that common Mm -hmm. but like with friendship it just depends like i'm i am not going to remain friends with someone that i feel like it's always Mm one-sided because eventually i'm going to something's going to happen where i need the person and they're not there and then i'm going to realize oh they've never really been there Mm. or i mean a couple of years ago i stopped communicating with a couple people that I was very close with because mm. I realized it was only one-sided. Right. And the problem was, I think my, if people just go, that's fine. The problem is when you, you're like, what? Really? Or I find out that you, or I know that you do things with other friends and then you give me whatever scrap of friendship you choose to give me that is a deal breaker but i do realize that i suffer in silence Mm. and i torture myself with like dealing with things where i know that bothers me Mm. and i know it bothers me and then it's a month later still bothering me and i'm still enduring it or i'm still in this friendship and i know it needs to end i've been that person but Mm. so now my as soon as i see a little flaky i I may address address it Mm. And then, depending on, I give time. I'm not going to say what time. Right, right. And then, if nothing's adjusted, then I got to go. You got to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have the one friendship that is <laughs> it's ending this year. Mm. It's a wrap. And I really, 
Yeah, I really feel bad about it. And I prepped this person, like, look, we got to do better or we just don't need to be in each other's life. It's okay. Like, no love lost. I appreciate the years of friendship, but history and years don't matter when the person's not present. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Sometimes you go together and sometimes you go apart. Yeah. Or you got grow closer together and sometimes you, yeah. I mean, that's fair, right? Yeah. Anyway. All right, so we're yeah. going to go before you ask me another question because I, I, I ain't. I ask you nothing. I don't want to be vulnerable anymore. <laughs> I thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, look forward to working with you more that's next good. year on your podcast that I'm going to make you do. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you got going on? Um, no, nothing else going on. How do you feel about 2020 before? Like, if you, you what, what do you feel about 2020? Um, honestly, I think 2020 um, has been very telling, right? And I think it's allowed for a lot of reflection, self-reflection, or just reflection in general. I think that 2020, for me, has been almost like a, a blessing in disguise. It's kind of slowed some things down. Um... You know, uh, as far as finances, like what you spend the money on, you know. So I yeah. think you were able to, you know, realize some some more of your income uh, or create opportunity to make more, right? They say never um, never waste a good um, uh, not pandemic. Uh, anyway, there's a there's a phrase in business, but basically it's just never waste a good crisis. That's what it is. Gotcha. So um, yeah, so there's been opportunity opportunities there. Being able to, people have been accessible, right? So there's people who've been trying to be kind of, kind of. They're supposed to be accessible, right? Yeah, let me take, let me, I retract that, but kind of. Because sometimes, you know, I think 2012 has kind of made people like on some, uh, I'm uh, unavailable. Right. Because they on some, they on a sabbatical of sorts, which is their business, right? Or whatever they, they're experiencing. But I think it's been really reflective, right? And that's probably, and I think it's made people maybe make different decisions based upon the time they've had to themselves. Like, you know, like maybe I was enduring things with people that mm-hmm. I shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? And maybe I was entertaining things that I shouldn't that now because I've had time to slow down right. and realize those things like, dang, like I was down bad. Like I was really doing the most. And now that I have this peace, right. you know, that was created, you know? So yeah, I think, I think it's been great. Um, I, I've enjoyed it. And honestly, like, yeah, I, I think it's been I think it's been good. I feel like I, I'm not even gonna lie. We both have like busy schedules, yeah. very busy schedules. Still busy though, but still busy. But I feel like, and it could be me. Yeah. And you could tell me on it. You can tell me now. Like we we never discussed this, but I feel like, um, this year we've kind of really locked in as far as our friendship more, yeah. and held each other more accountable than normal because like we've kind of sat down a little bit yeah i think no for sure yeah i agree i agree with that and i think it's more on my end because you know i be like i don't feel like doing nothing right but i feel also before we go because we're gonna keep going um you got work to do i know i got work to do i said we Oh yeah, you too. I wasn't gonna put. I wasn't even gonna do you like that. Twenty twenty one. Um, what are your expectations of yourself? <laughs> A lot. Um, 
Hmm. Actually, I, it's too. It's not too long to share, but I'll share an excerpt of it, and I wrote it around my birthday, right? And um, and it goes back to what you were sharing earlier about vulnerability, and I said that my success is predicated on my um, ability to be vulnerable. Okay. So 2021, uh, in order for me to be successful, I'm going to have to be very um, transparent, and I'm going to um, like embrace things that I may have found challenging um, that require me to be more forward-facing, um, like a podcast, right? Okay. Um, like a, a really fervent, like, diligent pursuits for things that I'm passionate about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, next level, you know, just getting to, I'm, 2021 is definitely not to be next level gotcha. type planning, strategy, intention, mm-hmm. intention is going to be, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that would actually be a good, good segue into your own podcast. If mm-hmm. the first one is just like, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I yeah. know I'm going to continue to just go for it. Yeah, we'll work on that. All right, y'all. Thank you. This was really good. I didn't expect it to be this good. <laughs> but, you know, it's always fun when you talk to your friends. Like, so I'm going to do, like, a little bit of my friends, a little people I don't really, really know, right, just right. to get to know them. But I figure you'd be a great guest to end the year because you're so insightful. And I like harassing you mm. and asking you your advice about certain things. So it just worked out. Not for so. Sure. Thanks again. I appreciate it. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Peace.